0: The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 243 of the 365 Message Center show. We today are talking, yes we talked a little bit about Star Wars in the, in the green room, but uh, so those that are on the audio podcast, if you'd like to hear a little bit of that, you can join, check out the video uh, where you can see or end hear what we were talking about. Um, and it, it's not, I will, I'll go ahead and say it's not worth a whole lot of effort. But if, if you kind of want to hear some funny stuff, you can go on
1: over there. We but. do put the effort in to uh, put chapters in there. So you can jump past all the preamble and you get to the welcome yeah. where you can go Even straight this to stuff all the different messages. Yeah, you can skip over the discussion about discussions.
0: <laughs> so mm. let's go ahead. This is our weekly uh, tasks that we have everyone right now. Mm. Right now, go ahead and you can pause or whatever you need to do. Hit the thumbs up button, hit the like button, hit the share button, whether it's the audio or video, share this, just put out the URL and say, I watched the show. Hey, everybody go subscribe. It's not that difficult. And and it helps. It's therapeutic. So if you go ahead and just share the episode out on Twitter, Instagram, um, you do it on LinkedIn, Facebook. Tag us at three six five MCS. We will see it. We will amplify it, and we'll become your friends.
1: <laughs> Make it like bubble wrap. So so every time you hit the like button, it's just it's that satisfying kind of ah yeah. Oh, I like that. Ah. Oh. I see. Uh, <clears throat> okay, do that All right. too.
0: Mm. so this episode is actually a bit packed we have a lot to talk about including you know team's shared channels which you know that'll be fun so let's maybe dive into it unless you Mm -hmm. had anything else daryl you wanted to
1: mention nothing nothing of value just bad jokes okay so let's move on we definitely want to move on oh yeah
0: um, so first up, we're talking about a an update to search. This is we're improving search usage reports with Microsoft Search, MC390405. And this is a what I feel like a much needed update because every time I'm talking with clients and we're working through how to refine their internet to work, you know, improve their internet. One thing I mentioned is search and refining that search experience so people can find it if it's not, you know, easily uh, in in navigation or something. So how you do that is you go into search and intelligence in the Microsoft 365 admin center and and you tweak it a little bit and see what's going on. Well, what they're doing is they're going to add additional uh reports to this to help you understand how your users are searching new ones will include the overall query volume how many searches are happening which will be i think interesting for organizations how often are people using search period Uh, daily active users average results position which is interesting click through rate how what is it when someone uh, does a search do they actually click on a link or do they just abandon their search uh, recent activity queries by user action uh, etc so these are coming begin rolling out mid July and will be completed by early August now if you click through the information the additional information the the blog post you're not going to see too much detail on what is coming however One thing that was done, uh, Bill Bear, uh, if you're familiar with SharePoint, for any amount of of time in the past, you know, he uh, has been on the team for a while. But he tweeted out a picture, and Daryl is showing that on screen right now. It is, and we'll include this, this link in the show information so that you'll be able to get to it. But it's definitely a whole lot more information about what is going to be included in a better picture, a better image and, and view of the detail that you're going to be getting in these uh, new search reports. Okay? So like I said, uh, mid-July is when we'll start seeing that. Any thoughts on this, Daryl? Do you, do you point people in this direction to help refine how, to, how their users are experiencing the internet?
1: I haven't spent a lot of time optimizing search, though I know it's important uh, that I I love a um, analogy someone used to use uh, often uh, that, you know, we all want our enterprise search to be like Google um, to give us results, perfect results on the first page. But think about each person or each organization that owns that site that appeared in that list. It's all been (laughs) optimized. They work really hard to get that content there. Right. So we have to do the same in enterprise and tools like this help us.
0: Yeah, there's, there's lots and lots of people whose job is to curate content and making mm. sure those algorithms do their job. And so if you want even close to that experience, the data's gotta be good, but it's also gonna be refined in search. So I love seeing these improvements coming. And speaking of search improvements, Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you feed us some information about Outlook Mobile?
1: Ho ho, nice done. Uh, the Microsoft feed on Outlook Mobile search page, MC389615. Uh, Microsoft Search, well rather, Outlook Search today. Uh, the middle button on Outlook Mobile, hit that, you can find um, your contacts, you can search for messages from there small tip for ios users which i wish more apps did this consistently if you tap the, the magnifying glass twice it goes to the page and then it goes to the search box and you can just carry on typing rather than having to move your finger up to the top of the screen anyway uh, that page is about to become even more useful and this this is all about bringing a, a feed together uh, I, call it, I would call it an activity feed. Uh, some journalists have called it a news feed, but it's an activity feed because it, it's going to show you more than just news. The search page is going to pull content across all the different people that you interact with, so a, a bit like a, um, what the Delve feed used to be, so activity around documents that you've worked on. Um, there'll be uh, interesting other things as well. Where are we? Down here. Things like uh, people that um, are having work anniversaries, Um, actual news posts as well of sites that you do follow and and are a part of, or organizational news um, sources. Upcoming meetings, yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna see that when I visit my calendar, but if you just so happen to be in the uh, activity feed, or sorry, Microsoft feed. Uh, at the beginning of the day checking stuff out you might see what your first meeting is um you've got uh yammer posts as well okay so you can it says you can react to social posts from yammer i don't know if it also means well you probably click through and see that post in full um, in the yammer app Uh, but yeah all sorts of different things there that are going to come together and make it valuable and it's all driven by the signals that Show your activity, who you're connected to, what you're following, where you're working. Uh, so that is interesting to see coming into your Outlook mobile experience. And as I said, probably my use case would be I'm going to go there maybe at the beginning of the day or uh, after I've checked my messages, let's go and have a look at something there, see what's what's happening. Um, but Daniel, like... We've seen something like this in in other products as well. I think it's it's popping up in different places for where you might start your day. Some might start in Teams and see this sort of thing in the Viva Connections feed. Some people might start in Outlook Mobile and see it there. What do you think about it?
0: Yeah, I think it it is nice to have um, multiple points of connecting people to what's going on, like you're saying. Uh, and frankly, there's a great deal of people, smart, intelligent people, who start their day in Outlook Mobile. I mean, really smart people. If you catch my drift. Me,
1: I'm saying. Oh no, me. I was pausing I, for I, you to answer that for yourself because
0: I start off my day in Outlook Mobile. Um, and so having a place to connect, to understand what's going on, you know, things that I've missed and all that, it is really good, really good, uh, idea to, to improve that. I think there's going to be, hopefully people will see this and understand it's available, right. Um, other than just checking email and checking their calendar. Mm. Right? So, uh, I think that's going to be the key is getting people to adopt this, Know about it first of all, and then adopt it as a way of of keeping up, you know, a little bit.
1: So. Yeah, I don't think to be honest, a lot a lot of people who are starting their day are checking what has someone sent me on the various mm-hmm. different platforms that I need to be aware of, used to organise my day, respond to it quickly. They're going to come across this when they go to search. I don't think they'll deliberately go there to start their day,
0: and unless they find value in it and go, oh, you know, that would have been nice to know this morning that mm. uh, that post had been put out by the organization and I joined my first meeting and was expected to under- know
1: that that <laughs> was there. Yeah. Did, right? you see the, did you see the corporate news this morning? Um, right. Did you see the announcement? There's been a staffing change. That, and, right. Hmm. Good yeah. point. Well, yeah. uh, that is uh, rolling out mid-June. Point. Nowish, you've got your – modern is now I need we need that nowish t-shirt as well yes now-ish. Um, and expect to be complete rollout early August and um, and you know let's sort of stick around productivity and another common activity meetings yeah this is a big one
0: I think yeah uh, it's a throwback and I'll tell you what I mean by that but <laughs> join meetings by a meeting ID and passcode MC389614 Microsoft Teams meetings have been uh, something of a bear to join if you weren't invited and maybe you're out and about or you are um, not available on a computer. Someone says, you know, you're not checking your email and someone calls you and says, are you going to join the meeting? And you're like, what meeting? I need you to join this Teams meeting. Okay, I don't have the invite. How do I get to it? Well, here's the, let me read the URL out to you. Yeah, no, right. Um, So this is gonna solve those uh, particular things, uh, what I just mentioned, those use cases, because in early July, so in a couple weeks-ish, and expected to roll out by the mid-July, we're gonna be able to join meetings with having a meeting ID and a passcode for that meeting. This will uh, enable, and you can do this in Teams, So you can go to your calendar and click join a meeting by meeting ID and passcode. You can, they're going to provide a, uh, on the public Microsoft website, they're going to have a landing page where you can enter in the meeting ID and the passcode. So you can join right there uh, from that page uh, so that you can join. So two use cases I just mentioned, you are, um, you didn't get the invite, you are uh, out and about you don't have you know um the the calendar entry or whatever um and someone calls you and says hey you're uh we need you to join this meeting here's here's the thing here's how you join um and then the second one that i was thinking about was rooms you're in a room in a meeting room with a display whatever that display is whether it's just hooked up to a computer or um or you have a hub or something but it wasn't invited you can simply join with those numbers so I mentioned this as a throwback because this is something that we used to have back mm. in the office communication server days and, and further, right, and, and Skype and everything else. We used to have this, and there's other products that have this same capability, uh, so now Teams is getting it as well. Um, Daryl, do you think you will have chances when this will happen, where you'll need this information?
1: a lot of my meetings are you know click the link and go Um, right click the meeting invite join button and go right which is Uh, nice yeah i think it's going to come up with when you want to invite a whole lot of people but you don't want to put the names in the invite or include distribution groups or anything like that Mm. in fact you might be you know hitting limits for large audiences so i could see it being quite useful for sharing Uh, to that unknown audience, but making sure that it's still secure, that here's the link, here's the passcode, uh, rather than just, sorry, here's the meeting code, and here's Hmm. the password. Um, Yeah. One
0: way that I I ran into this previously, I mean, this was years ago, when we were using Skype, um, maybe it was Skype, but maybe it was OCS, but um, where you're in a meeting, and you're sitting there waiting, and no one else is joining, you're in a room, And then someone joins the call and says, Oh, this is what we thought. You're in the wrong room, like the wrong meeting call. I need you to join this other call. Here's the meeting ID and the passcode. And so you're sitting there writing it down. You hang up and then you dial into the meeting where everyone else is. Um, You know, things like that that I think, you know, I I don't think this is going to be an everyday occurrence, although Mm. there may be situations where it might become that. But I think it's more of a um one-offs in my mind of uh just trying to get people easily connected that are not invited mm. um, so anyway, I think it's time to move on don't you are you don't you think maybe you should suggest um you know us doing
1: something uh, uh, suggest moving on I mean I love yeah. how you put that in line
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. This is quite a large title. Inline suggestions available while composing an email or meeting invitation in Outlook on the web. MC390406, powered by Microsoft Fever Insights. As you're typing an email, setting up a meeting invite, um, you are going to see suggestions. Um, The types of suggestions are going to be driven by AI. AI this, AI that machine learning sorry just a slight pause and a rant of everything is machine learning and ai these days got to watch out when they become sentient though right or so they claim um so if if uh, microsoft ever becomes sentient and starts to make suggestions like um put put the rubbish out before you attend that meeting um get worried um in reality here's some of the suggestions that might come um, delaying a email that you're sending outside of business hours and I see that sometimes along the top so um, that's a good one suggesting out, outstanding tasks that might have being part of the language in an email conversation with a colleague uh, so that's kind of useful uh, planning uh, planning your time away with a checklist <laughs> so Viva's gonna say time away. You you have reached your fifty thousandth email this year. Um as an anniversary, we want to just remind you that you probably should take time off. I'm just gonna look into your HR system. No, it's not gonna go that far. Um I don't know when that would trigger. Uh shorten a meeting. If you haven't already got that setting on by default, it's gonna suggest that. One that I um came across when um uh, workplace analytics or my analytics uh, first came. Before it was Viva, and and I kind of underuse it, but every time I see it, I think, yeah, that'd be quite useful. Tracking email opening rates for emails that you send with five people or more—that's quite quite handy to see. Um, it doesn't appear like the old um read receipt that. I mean, who says sure? I'll let you know when I read sure, it. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, but yeah, those sort of insights are going to be quite useful um inline suggestions of course there's an option to turn it off if you don't want them um but i would probably leave them on and just see what else viva comes up with and i mean like in inline suggestions are going to become part of writing messages look we maybe should have like a side even panel discussion about this daniel because we've got auto we've got context iq coming that will suggest oh why don't you you know, I see you wrote this name here, or you mentioned this document. You want to hyperlink that? We've got topics. We've got these inline suggestions. So, um, where is the time for thinking and reading the uh, writing the thing, the email, sending the invite without distractions?
0: That was five years ago. Mm.
1: So, kind of like bad. when I started this message five years yes. ago. Yes, kind of. Like, we'll keep moving um, along, right? So, <laughs> well,
0: but you, um, there's this. I don't know if it's TikTok tock or uh, stories or reels or whatever that mm. some videos that I've seen where people's, there's this whole, like, I want to business size my answer, you know? And so there's an email and the person says, you know, I'm not going to do that. And it's, you know, the, the business side, uh, you know, the, how I business put it into business words. It says mm-hmm. this is beyond the scope of work for blah, blah, you know, so I'm mm. thinking maybe we'll get to a point where we'll have, we'll get an email and we'll hit reply and we'll hit a button and we'll say, say no. And then mm. Outlook's just going to go and it's going to put like four sentences together yeah. for us that basically in the ends means no.
1: And maybe be able to suggest the tone that you want to say it in exactly. so too. It, and it yeah. gives you like a few options to say, do you want or this one? Or has a rating scale. One.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like a, you know, hot, it's like red, like, Say no in the firmest, you know, way yeah. possible. All the way down to disinterested. Really, really. Well, <laughs> yeah. I would really love to, and I. Oh, it just pains me,
1: but no. I, yeah, I can't make it. I, I like that. I we need to claim that. That would be interesting.
0: We should. We should. We should develop that today.
1: We'll call it Viva Blah. <laughs> so it'll suggest blah, and it'll write messages for you.
0: Oh, ahead, then. all
1: right um yeah that that's uh rolling out early july expected to be completed early august if it doesn't get updated before then um moving on to uh new locations for something something uh, i can't come up with nice that yeah look, well but and, and this we one just,
0: doesn't even this one you got to say even, something
1: about you got to say something about the title thing because we talked about that I yesterday got hey, it. this is my message don't tell me what okay okay okay, okay okay i'll, I'll mute <laughs> This is, let me read it first, and
0: then I'm gonna tell you what it means because what the title says and what it means is two different things. So, new location, new location for key functions and direct access to other Microsoft 365 apps and Outlook, MC390407. This is, let me just tell you what this is. This is Microsoft saying, Remember we used to have that new experience button where you could toggle, you know, in Outlook to get the new stuff, the coming soon toggle? Well, now we're bringing all that stuff and we're not going to hide it behind coming soon. That's it. End of story. That's what this message is about. No. no. Come on now. Uh, This is, well, the one thing Daryl wanted me to mention is the title is... Um, the direct access and and this whole, the way of, you know, having the, um, some words capitalized and some not, and the messages being some messages are like this, where the major words, um, you know, are all, all capitalized while other messages, most of the words are not capitalized. It's, Mm. it's kind of odd when we, um, how this works and what you call this camel, Camel's hunt. camel,
1: and I think instantly I think of Jackie Chan and his like, oh, you want some camel's hump when you're talking to, and um, forget the movie, but I glanced at that and I said, direct access. Why is why are they talking about direct access? It's a VPN thing. Um, that's not a noun. They just literally mean accessing something directly. But yeah, we we're really sidestepping here. Just
0: yeah, we are kind of sidestepping. Yeah. So let's talk. All right, this is rolling out. What is this about, Daniel? And be completed by late September. So this is changing how you're going to access um, calendar, email, email, task, and other functions. Um, and is going to be in the top uh, right, uh, or I'm sorry, remember that I was talking about the change that that coming soon toggle in the mm. top right of Outlook for Windows. So that's the desktop app you know that we're using. Um, it's going to make that experience, if you had turned on that coming soon, that experience be the default experience uh, for you in Outlook. And you're going to be able to get to, uh, for those that haven't turned that on before, you will then obviously get that experience. So you're going to have access to to-do, to, uh, to Yammer communities, uh, bookings, all, all of that within Um, the the Outlook canvas and all those buttons will be on the left-hand side uh, Mm. by default uh, for you. So uh, you will want to, it says you may want to, no, you will want to notify your organization of these updates, especially if most of users haven't been using that new experience, that coming soon experience in Outlook. Mm Hmm. Indeed
1: well um moving on to (laughs) sometimes this this thing that i do when daniel's busy and i end up having to talk to myself when i run the show right teams chat with self teams chat with self (laughs) talk about derailing yeah (laughs)
0: what what is this rabbit hole you're
1: going on i'm going down down yeah teams chat with self it's mc390416 uh have you ever written a message an email and sent it to yourself i I think it's quite cute when it circles back and it says note to self very funny um but it's a common way that people can leave themselves a note or send something to themselves and just manage that all from their inbox well they want to bring that to teams they want to allow you to start a chat with yourself and send a message to yourself and have a good old time reminding yourself in chat uh, as your stream of consciousness Uh, but um I immediately thought of something else that came to Teams chat and you need to have a partner to be able to start this experience and it's adding a Microsoft loop. Uh, Today, you've got to do that with someone within your organization in a private chat or a group chat or something like that. Um, But experience here is that I could start a conversation with myself, attach a loop, prepare it, Set it up for a meeting or a collaborative group conversation, lay it all out, and then add people to my group chat. Pretty good idea? I think so. But um, yeah, it's a way of using Loop on its own. Um, Yeah, previously, (laughs) some interesting workarounds. Previously, uh, people would uh, start a meeting with themselves to have a chat with themselves Uh, or they would be in a group chat and then everyone else would leave and then they could use it as a chat you know uh, and then there's your stream of consciousness Uh, interesting the things that people do to chat with themselves but there may be some use for this Uh, daniel i like what you said though in um uh, in our preparation yesterday Uh, something to consider across all business systems
0: well, across it, it, this is if you send an email to yourself, you know it, those note to selves. Mm. If you start a Word document or or OneNote and you're taking notes, it, that's all discoverable. And remember, if it's on your business systems, that means ultimately, if needed, that information can be read by others and can be seen by others. And so the same thing with this: if you start a chat with yourself. That's going to be discoverable mm. and ultimately could be seen by, if needed, if if required via for certain things, it could be see, uh, seen. So um, just remember that. I mean, it's mm. not a big deal. I don't think if you're going to be using electronic, people that take notes electronically are, know that already, right?
1: Um, so just,
0: it's not a big deal, but it's just something to keep in mind. mm
1: so this will be rolling out now ish and and expected to be complete late June. Late June Indeed. a couple weeks time. Uh two more, Daniel. Two okay. more for you. I'll give these yes. per- <laughs> Yeah. You could just you could just leave. Okay. Fine.
0: Um so the first one is Microsoft Teams Connect Shared Channels General Availability. MC three nine zero four one three. And I'm not really gonna spend a whole lot of time on this because back in episode Uh, I guess it was 2.30, we talked about the preview of what shared channels and what it means uh, and talked about some of the technical limitations and all. So if you want to hear some of that and uh, some of our thoughts on use cases, then go on and check out episode 230. This one thing that, uh, you know, you need to keep in mind, there are some steps that have to be taken for you and another organizations to to use shared channels um and but if you want to use them internally you'll be able to use them uh, pretty quickly it's going to be rolling out mid-july we now have a date ish uh, um mid-july expected by mid-august and then gcc cloud will be rolling out early august to late august so that's nice to highlight those um so there's some information in here calling out how to um, you know, utilize it, and as well as some of the technical stuff in the bottom. So check that out again. We covered most of that in episode two hundred and thirty, and as well as other blog posts. Finally, uh, our last message is uh, about SharePoint and Teams. SharePoint updates to channel site to display site permissions. MC three nine zero 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 four. This is just highlighting some changes for channel sites and how you manage uh, permissions. So first of all, uh, the uh, when you go to permissions, it's going to basically call out that you need to manage permissions for the channel in Teams. So go do that. Don't do it in SharePoint, do that in Teams. It's gonna highlight that, but then There's going to be a site sharing button right under that, talking about or giving you the opportunity to change how the site is shared. Um, So, uh, for those private channel sites, this is important because let's think about what private channels are. They are a subset of of users out of the team, but do we want to manage? And I think the answer is yes here. Who can share content out of that? Because the private channel was created to be a subset of that team so when we're sharing we need to make sure we're managing that sharing really well because this was created as a as a space to work where not everyone was included and that's just where the why it was created why we use private channels so uh, you'll be able to uh, manage those sharing permissions the first being you know site owners members and people with edit so basically all of those uh, members will be able to share files and folders, or you can set it to say only site owners. I personally think that's the way I'm going to suggest most organizations that I work with do it, Uh, especially out of the gate. Unless they are a, you know, on the maturity scale of using the technology, they've already kind of are advanced and can handle this and people know not to share content to people that shouldn't be able to see it, all right? Um, So there'll be several settings there. Uh, allowed or um, uh, available for you uh, to use and again it says you may want to notify users I think you should notify your users especially your owners your team's owners um, that have been creating those private channels and everything you definitely want to notify them of the change on private channel um, and how those sharing permissions are handled nicely
1: done nicely done uh that takes us to the end of the show we covered quite a bit we had Mm -hmm. a rant we talked about star wars we went off the rails like we do uh but we thank you all for joining us in chat and for those who are watching and listening afterwards so we do Mm -hmm. value your interaction and your opinions and thoughts as you share it on social and um engage with us uh on and after um, we, you know, even seeing comments on the videos and catching up with those later—it's yeah. great to see. Love it, love it. Mm. Well, Daniel, have a great week. Have have a great week, everyone who's tuned yes. in, and we'll see you again soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.